Hey, this is Daniel, and thank you so much for listening to our sermon series called Sent. As the semester begins to wind down, and as we roll into summer, we as a ministry wanted to take some time to highlight some of our students. A few weeks ago, we had a student-led service that from start to finish was all in the hands of our student leaders. One of our speakers of the night was student Nathan Idy. I hope that what he shares blesses you, encourages you, and brings you closer to Christ. I'm going to pray. Jesus, may you increase and me decrease. My words are rubbish, but your words are life and peace. Open our hearts and minds to receive what you have for us, and help us see you for who you really are. Amen. So many of us in Kaiapha have been going through the Live Dead Journal. To put it simply, Live Dead is the idea that as Jesus died for us, so we also died to our selfishness and live for him. In Galatians 2.20, it says, I've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. We are called to follow Jesus in this way. And as I've been trying to respond to what I've been learning in the Live Dead journals, and I've been trying to live out this idea of live dead in the day-to-day, as I've been trying to follow Jesus in the day-to-day, there's something that I've been noticing, and that is that I have this tendency to stop seeing that Jesus is worth following when following Jesus gets hard. I'm going to say that one more time. I have a tendency to stop seeing that Jesus is worth following when following Jesus gets hard. And there are so many reasons why in our day-to-day, following Jesus can be hard and we can lose sight of why he's worth it. For me, oftentimes it's when life is just really uncomfortable and the things that I know I need to do are uncomfortable and I don't really understand it and it's confusing and it's something hard that I have to figure out. And when I'm caught up in the middle of that, I just, I lose sight of Jesus being worth it, being worth following him, being worth me being dead to myself and living for him. And maybe for some of you, that's relatable. Or maybe for some of you, it's, a, it's something completely different. Maybe some of you feel like God is distant and he's all up there and you're just here doing your thing and he doesn't really care, does he? Maybe for some of you, it seems he's uninterested that you have all your schoolwork or something like, does God really care about my schoolwork? And we stop seeing him as worth it. Maybe you get angry at God. Maybe it's seeing what's happening in our world and you think, God, how could, how could you let this happen? Or maybe angry at God for something that it seems like has been done to you in your life and it makes you not see Jesus as worth it. Maybe following Jesus feels like it's too great of a burden. Maybe there's shame that creates a barrier after, I, I can relate to this, after I sin, I don't want to go to Jesus because... There's the shame that's right there, and I forget that he knew that when he died for me and that he loves me and he forgives me. I forget that because there's, there's all this life in the way. And living dead, following Jesus, it is hard. 
Matthew 16.24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. <laughs> I could say it's hard to give up your own way, especially every day, because this is a day-to-day -day thing. It's not just a once commit and we're good. Following Jesus is choosing him every day. So what are we going to do about this reality that following Jesus in the day-to-day -day gets hard and we lose sight of him being worth it? And for me, in those moments, I sometimes think to myself, I know he's worth it, but I just can't really see why. But that's enough. And choosing Jesus when it doesn't all make sense, when we don't have the whole picture, is hard, but yet it's such a beautiful thing. But I also think it's so important to know why he is worth it. So I'd like to share a couple passages that helps me and hopefully will help you see how worthy Jesus is to follow him. So can you please turn with me to Psalm 139. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down, and you are familiar with all my ways. This is not a God who is uninterested. He's familiar with all our ways. He's paying attention. Verse 4, before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. This is not a God who's distant. This is not a place we can go where he's not with us. He's always with us, anywhere, any circumstance. Verse 11, If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light became night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordered for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. He made us. When we were in our mother's womb, he, was, he, he created us. This is a God who loves us so much. He's known us from the beginning. Before we were even born, everything was planned out for us. Verse 17. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. That's beautiful. David goes on in the psalm to actually express his anger towards God. And I think that David is a great model for us of how we can express our emotions to God. If we're angry with God, we can go to him with it. He's not too small to hear what we have to say. So even in that, 
the answer is Jesus. There's so much goodness in that psalm, and there's so much more in Scripture. Um, let's go to John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He doesn't have a heavy burden. When we're yoked with him, he carries the weight. It's hard to see that sometimes, but that, that is how it is. It's in scripture. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says this, And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Looking to Jesus changes everything. So that's actually what we're going to do tonight. We're going to have a time of reflection instead of me up here trying to convince you that Jesus is worthy. Let's just take some time to look at Jesus. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at MilwaukeeXA to keep up to date on our events and services. We're stopped by Bolton Hall Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. in room B40.